you're tuned in to the Restaurant Rockstars podcast. Powerful ideas to rock your restaurant. Here's your host, Roger Bodwin. Hey guys, thanks again for tuning in. You know, I am continually amazed at the resourcefulness, the creativity, and the innovation that continues to drive this industry forward. The pandemic has turned everything upside down. It's shifted things in numerous ways, but there's been so much positive that has come out of it, and new concepts are certainly no exception. In this episode, I'm speaking with Ms. Carolyn White, and she is the ex- executive director for corporate affairs for a company called Paramount Fine Foods, and they've come up with a really unique concept called Boxed. What's Boxed all about? So I'm a child of the 60s. When I grew up in the 60s, I remember there was a concept of these automated vending machines in a variety of places, and they were called automats. Well, things have significantly changed this then, and of course, so much technology has really changed the way we do business. So Boxed literally has chef-prepared healthy food that's good for you at your convenience on your timeline. No time spent waiting in line, waiting for your food to be prepared. You simply order these healthy meals via your mobile device. When the food is ready, your mobile device notifies you. You simply walk into Boxed, and there's a digital cubby that literally announces that this is your food. Open up the cubby. It's contactless, touchless. You remove your food, and off you go into the world. It's a really interesting concept. So I look forward to you listening to this conversation with Carolyn, and uh, I had a lot of fun talking to her, and you're going to learn a lot. So stay tuned. Thanks again to this week's sponsor, Dawn Professional Dish Liquid, and listen to the podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to the Restaurant Rockstars podcast. As you know, these are engaging episodes to help restaurants rock their profits, build their brands, and deliver amazing guest service experiences. With me today, I have Ms. Carolyn White, and she is the Executive Director of Corporate Affairs for a company called Paramount Fine Foods. But what's really interesting is her hot concept, and it's called Boxed, and you're going to want to stay tuned to hear what that's all about. So welcome to the show, Carolyn. How are you? I'm great, thanks. Thanks for having me, Roger. I'm really excited to have you here. Now, this is a really unique concept, so I can't wait to get into that. But before we do, please let me ask, you know, outside of what you do in your corporate career and in restaurants and hospitality, in the hospitality space, what do you love to do when you've got some free time? Like, what really lights you up? Well, I love to ski. I started skiing when I was very small, and um, I have a husband and two wonderful children who lo- also love to ski. So we are um, a little, we're very happy. We're in Ontario and the ski hills are back open. So we're online trying to get those ski tickets. Um, we also love all winter sports um, and uh, sports in general, being outside. Boy, we have a lot in common. My family <laughs> are also huge skiers. And I ran restaurants at a ski resort in Maine for 20 years that I started from scratch. And then my wife got the brilliant idea that she had enough of this small town ski area life. And she wanted us to sell our restaurants and check out and move somewhere. And we ended up in Sun Valley, Idaho. And we skied there for five years. Amazing. And now we're back in Maine. And we, we have a condo at the resort and we're up every weekend. So we're doing the very same thing. And I've got two young children. 13 and 15-year-old daughters, and one's a ski racer, and the other one loves volleyball and just free skis. But yeah, it's a family lifestyle sport, so thanks for sharing. Yeah, awesome. Fantastic. Let's talk about hospitality. How did you get into this business? Where did it all begin for you? Okay, well, um, skiing a little bit. (laughs) Um, I 
you know, started skiing when I was 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 very small. And the, the skiing lifestyle and the the hospitality lifestyle have have a lot of in common. They so, do. Uh, yeah. So I um, started in the business, you know, from a young age, um, and really worked at at ski resorts and worked at golf courses in the summer, and um, was wow. serving at uh, you know serving at the age of fifteen, doing banquets and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents told me that you know I have to go to university. Um, at the time I was like loving skiing and <laughs> I was loving working and always having money in my pocket. Um, so I graduated from high school um, a semester early to go out and be a ski bum in, in British Columbia and um, then came back and uh, studied at the University of Guelph in the hospitality at ho- hotel and food administration. Um, I was a co-op student there. I took um, I took two uh, breaks. I mean, certainly during school, but one um, there was a um, a co-op position at Lake Louise uh, at the yeah. at the yeah. at the hotel. The hotel Chateau there, Lake Louise. The Chateau yeah. Lake Louise, yes. and I jumped on that because the ski hill was a stone's throw. Away. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> and, that's a classic property though as well. A lot of history there. Yeah, it was absolutely it was absolutely gorgeous, and um, so that was um, just before two thousand. And then they had that big millennial um, celebration there, and they flew us back all out for the two weeks over Christmas uh, to serve and and have fun and hang out. And it was really one of the highlights of my career. Um, and then when I also did an exchange um, in the south of France. Um, we did get up to the mountains a couple times, but, you know, touring around Europe was just amazing. And, um, the, the studies there, uh, surrounded, um, wine and international business. So, uh, uh, it was absolutely, awesome. absolutely fantastic. Um, when I came back, I did uh, a co-op with, um, Surcor, Service Inspired Restaurants, which is, um, mm-hmm. a major restaurant company here in, uh, the GTA. Um, and in Ontario, um, and I stayed with them for 15 years. So I started my co-op. I I, I worked and I, I did school. I taught skiing on the weekends, and um, that was till the end of uh, end of university. When um, I I graduated, I was the general manager there, and you know by the end of my 15 year career, I was um, an operating partner and regional training manager for that. The, that company. Um, I then got into consulting. Um, you know, in uh, operations is tough with a with a young family. Um, so I, I started um, consulting. I did um, a lot of operational consulting as well as financial management for for restaurateurs. Um, I worked with the Fifteen Group, which is um, one of North America's leading hospitality firms. Um, and through that. Um, Firm, I I met Paramount, and um, I was, uh, you know, uh, working with Paramount for about five years, and then joined them um, full time doing uh, corporate affairs. But as my background is in operations, I do I. I do everything. We're we're a small company. Um, we operate like a big brand, but you know our head office is very much like a startup. 
So anywhere between from marketing to financials to operations uh, to our commissary kitchen, um, I oversee it all, um, as well as new brand openings like the box location. Well, that's a perfect segue. You know, we have more in common. It's like my very first job was at a golf course. It was a private club and I was a dishwasher at age 15. And I was quickly promoted to banquet server and we did the whole big wedding thing for a while. And then I was promoted to bartender. And that's when things really got interesting for me. So you can imagine that um, hospitality and what that means. And when you're 15 or 16 years old, most people don't really know what that means. You think you're supposed to do a good job, but, you know, be nice to people. But I quickly found out that, you know, it was a, it was a demanding position because it was an exclusive private club and the members had certain high expectations, you might say, of what the service would be. And you quickly learned that, you know, you treated every customer like they were a VIP, every member. And it was very lucrative because of that. But yeah. It, it was such a great grounding in, in what the true meaning of hospitality is. And I've carried that with me throughout my career. And I never thought I would actually start and run restaurants, but it served me well, those, those lessons. So we've got some things in common. So let's talk about Boxed. Boxed is a really, really unique concept, and it kind of eliminates the whole need for a front of house staff. So why don't you tell us what is Boxed? Where did the vision come from? How it works? It's based in Toronto, I understand, but give us an overview and let's, let's talk about the ins and outs of the concept. Yeah. So first of all, we don't eliminate the front of the house person because we're in hospitality. They, okay, great, we, great. we still like we were very conscious of this box concept coming across as sterile and you know mm. no customer customer facing interaction. And that's not us. We're hospitable people at Paramount. We love to interact and talk to people. What changed was that this person became from an order taker cashier to a concierge ah. to helping you, um, similar to something like an Apple store, you know, that they, they, they showed you the technology, showed you the box. And, um, I quite equate this to Tesla as well that, you know, they can drive themselves, but mm. you want, you, cool. you need a driver there for the first little while until people get used to it. So let me tell you about Boxed. Boxed um, was inspired because um, pre-pandemic, we had a lot of restaurants in the financial district, in the, in the PATH locations in Toronto. And there is a two-hour crunch window when, you know, sky rises of people come down mm -hmm. and get their lunches. Yes. And, you know, a, a lot of at the beginning when I was standing there, you know, timing people getting through these lines and no matter how fast the team members worked that, you know, you could, even if you got someone through the line through, from order to pay in one minute, mm. there's 20 people in line. So yeah. that the, the people that are coming down, they don't have a long time to enjoy their, their lunch. So, that's where our CEO and president Mohammed Faki um, came across these boxes and the, the boxes are a window um, that house 18 food items um, so that you could essentially serve or have 18 meals ready at the same time. And people could pick them up in, in 30 second increments. And then, during that financial district um, 
time, you could, you know, get people through their lunch and have them back, you know, or enjoy the outside and go for a walk, have more time and not spent in line down on their phones like this, giving them something to do, maybe something, you know, sit on a bench, enjoy the park. Um, so that's where that idea was inspired. And then we were all set to open, I think, probably in February of 2020. And that's when things went a little bit crazy. Sideways, upside down. Yeah, uh, right. Exactly. So, um, so then, you know, we you know, caught our breath with, you know, the, the closures of the restaurants and, uh, you know, this uh, this new policy and that new policy. Mm -hmm. And then we looked at each other and we were like, man, boxed is absolutely perfect. Right. And absolutely, you know, safe and um, pandemic proof. So the, the, how the guest orders is they can order. We, we, we had to make a few modifications to the physical mm -hmm. building to make it um, touch free. Um, but other than that, it was absolutely perfect. So what, what happens is the guest either orders on their laptop, on their phone. If they want to, they order at, at a kiosk in the restaurant. Um, that goes onto a, a KDS display screen in the back of the house. The kitchen makes the food, and it was actually perfectly uh, spaced out, too, because we have to to increase the flow we had two lines that mirrored each other so one um kitchen person or chef was on this side and one chef was on this side and they could each exactly do the do the same food and we put a divider so they they were safe they were safe yeah they were distanced and, and safe yeah doing their own yes, thing yeah exactly and then um it, so that's how they order then the chef pushes that your order is ready. The name goes up onto uh, the screen in the um, in the front of the house, and the food gets put into a cubby. So I walk in, I look up at the screen. There's Carolyn Cubby Eight. I go, I touch the screen, I take out my meal, and the box closes, and it says with chickpeas falling into making the globe, it says, enjoy your meal. Nice. Yeah. So it gives you that personal touch and the, the concierge kind of moved from being someone that, um, you know, I mean, I did absolutely tell you about your food and um, the ex experience, but sanitize the cubby. <laughs> then if you use the kiosk, they would sanitize the kiosk, uh, sanitize any handrails. But that that's basically how how boxed works in a nutshell. How big are the spaces um, in terms of square footage? When you walk in and there's all the cubbies in front of you, and there's a concierge and there's a kiosk or two or ten or whatever, it's like how big is the space? Right. So so King Street, the one that is open right now, is our, yeah. our flagship location, and mm -hmm. it is about a thousand square feet. We have five hundred okay. in the back of the house and about. 500 in the front of the house there, give or take. Yeah. Um, but we have done models for the path location um, at 350 square feet. So there would mm. be absolutely no front of the house. It would, if you think of a food court, yeah. there would just wouldn't be a counter. It would be a wall of cubbies. Gotcha. 
Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And and the customers are still able to distance and, and interact with the, the kiosk and then get their food and all that sort of thing. And how often does the sanitizing process have to happen? Every time somebody opens a cubby or, I mean, are you we constantly do. cleaning things? Yeah. 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 We, <laughs> we do. We do to make sure that, that it is, is safe for, for our guests. Awesome. Um, the, the cubbies are sanitized after after, after every time, um, this is a pandemic, uh, a pandemic world, and, and we want to yes. make sure that that, uh, that everybody is safe. Um, um, yeah, so people can distance. We did make some structural changes to not structural layout changes when the pandemic uh, mm-hmm. occurred. We used to have a wall of five kiosks. Um, we took took three of them out so that there was six feet. Uh, spread uh, for the kiosks, but we find that most people um, scan our QR code. Any anybody that's not ordering ahead from from their home or yes. whatever, they will scan our QR code outside of the restaurant and mm-hmm. order from their phone. Is it a totally cashless payment system right now, or can the kiosks accept cash? Um, the kiosk cannot accept cash. Um, no, but because we have a concierge. You know, I don't know that we've had a cash payment. I think um, the pandemic has really yeah. taught that it's helped box because it's really taught people that there's not a lot of um, restaurants here in Canada that are that are accepting cash. So it, it's just normal uh, for people. But we have the concierge there that can accept cash if if someone needed. You know, the menu is really, well, first of all, it's fresh and healthy food, which I really like. And I, and I went to the website and I was really impressed with the variety of foods that you can actually get in the cubbies. And the first thing I saw were, were the hummus bowls with, with the pita, and there were many varieties. And then there were fresh salads, there were hot meals, there were wraps, and then really unique drinks. Some of them had pomegranate juice and all kinds of great stuff. And it's like, what an appealing menu and an uplifting one at that during this time. And I, I think we would all agree that your timing for this was absolutely perfect because you were planning this thing before the pandemic hits. And then all of a sudden, this is what it's all about. Contactless, payless, you know, it's like minimal contact, even though the personal touch I'm hearing is still there with the concierges. And I think you're well positioned for the future long after this crazy thing is over. People yeah. are still going to appreciate the quick convenience, especially in a in a busy downtown location where, you know, people are coming out of work and just crushing you for like a couple hours and then going back to work and that kind of thing. Did it slow down at all when, you know, people were, re, you know, working from home remotely and, and suddenly those high rises weren't filled anymore for a while, but now that's coming back. What are you seeing there? Oh, absolutely. Well, actually in Toronto, we're still in a lockdown right now. You are? Oh, wow. We are. Yeah, yeah. So hmm. so people are not allowed to work from the office buildings. It has been. Yeah. Um, it it has been tough. Um, the the occupancy of those office buildings right now, I think, is at about five percent. Oh my so, goodness! I'm sorry. Yeah, it's really it's really um, tough. I mean, we have um, very good uh, government programs, and you know, have a lot of help for for small business. We want more always, but um, but you know, we are very very optimistic that um, with you know, the vaccines coming and things like that, that that, that this concept will, will take off, um, you know, when, when the office buildings uh, fill up again, uh, because the food, as you mentioned, is fantastic. Um, We had um, uh, quite a few chefs, uh, Chef Tomer Markowitz, 
formerly from Parallel, helped us uh, with these food, the, with the food. And it, it is really chef-driven. Yes, um, I, I got that sense. Very, yeah. yeah. Chef-driven is a good way of saying so. And, and yeah, the quality and the consistency and the variety was really, really impressive. But you also told me that it's very fast service. So is there a lot prepped in advance, anticipating, you know, what's really popular and what's going to move at certain times a day and all that kind of stuff? And, you know, to keep the speed moving along, but keeping the consistency, the quality and, and the hot foods hot and all that sort of thing? Yeah. So that's one of um, what I think is one of the really unique things about Paramount and, um, we have a, a central commissary kitchen. Mm, right. And we that deliver. Yeah, we deliver to all of our restaurants uh, very frequently. Okay. Um, so right. th- that's how we can keep the spaces smaller in these downtown path locations because we have, you know, our, our chefs at our commissary kitchen uh, making these things fresh daily and, and delivering and delivering downtown. Um, that's. And because we have a multitude of restaurants down there, it makes it um, advantageous. That's that's really awesome. So most of these cubbies have to be really sort of at a certain height level and not for short people to be able to reach and then tall people. I mean, so are there, did you say there were 18 cubbies in the location? Yes. Yes. So it's like three high and six wide or six long. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yes. It sounds like this is the ultimate ghost kitchen, right? It's like yeah, really yeah, awesome. ab- absolutely. And um, you know, there is um, on the kiosk or the ordering, there is mm-hmm. accessibility uh, for the cubbies. So if you need a lower cubby, then it it the technology allows you to to get a lower cubby, which is fantastic. So there's something called GiveX technology. Am I pronouncing yes. that correctly? Can you explain Correct. what that means, what that is? Okay, so so GiveX um, powers the ordering, the order, and the KDS um, process. Mm-hmm. Um, GiveX is, is, does the app for us. They, they do the kiosk, and they do the KDS and the payment processing. Um, the Cubbies are a, a, a separate company. Um, we found, uh, by using GiveX, they were able to, um, bring together all of the other elements. Um, and, you know, through my work as a consultant, um, I found it's really important, especially with a a small head office, um, to have an all-in-one solution that you can give to potential franchisees. Um, and, when there's um, many systems that you get from different suppliers, they don't always integrate as nicely as, as you would hope uh, there's often, you know, payment problems or, sure, um, of course. you know, yeah. so, so that GiveX was really amazing that they brought the process together from, from order to, to deliver into the, into the cubby. So there is franchising um, as a future strategy for the company to move the brand forward. Yeah, absolutely. For, at Paramount franchises, um, mm-hmm. we have uh, multiple brands. So we have um, our Paramount Fine Foods. We have um, Crispo Chicken, which is a fried chicken concept. Paramount Fine Foods is a Middle Eastern uh, cuisine. Um, we have Massimo Pizza, which is a fusion between Italian and Lebanese pizza. And we partnered with a, a very uh, well-known chef here, Massimo Capra. 
Um, so we have all of those brands and we, and we have boxed. So we, um, have a few, uh, the boxed, uh, Crispo and Massimo, they are our, our QSR brands. Our Paramount Middle Eastern Kitchen is our sit down, is our sit down dining. Wow. Diversified yet there's common thread to all of those guys. Take it from me from one operator to another. I'll tell it to you straight. Nobody likes greasy pots and pans. And I want to keep my dish guys happy. So we upgraded to Dawn Professional Pot and Pan. Dawn Professional cleans 58% more pots and pans per sink than our old soap, the so-called leading competitor. Less dish soap means fewer sink changeovers and a happier dish crew. Try Dawn Professional in your place. It's clean, upgraded. Let's, let's talk about building a brand because you've got a really, really unique concept here and your timing is good, but then it was a little challenging when you're first launching the concept. And, you know, consumer confidence isn't there, isn't where it should be still in many communities here, well, in North America, Canada and the United States, right? But yet the people that have come into the restaurant have, have probably really received it well, right? And there's been social media and all that sort of thing that's kicking in. Let's talk about that opening and, and how the opening went and if your expectations were met based on the timing that you launched the brand and all that sort of thing and where it's at now yeah, and where okay. it's going, <laughs> all those things. Right, right. Um, so, you know, we at Paramount have always put, you know, our, our people, the purpose and, and the planet before profit. We believe that if you have like those that three things, you know, if we, if we put those things first, that, you know, the profit will come. So, um, when we decided to open boxed amidst the pandemic, we knew like, you know, <laughs> I remember being downtown just before, just when we were deciding whether we open this and, and young street is the busiest, one of the busiest streets in Toronto. And uh, our president, Mohammed Fakir, st stood in the middle of the road like this. <laughs> there was no cars. It was, uh, yeah, it, was yeah. it was, you know, it was, I, I, I smile now because I see the life coming back, but it was, it was very sad. And, um, you know, we, we knew, we, we just knew that it would not be busy it would not be chaotic but we also knew that this was a, a perfect time for uh, a rest like it was perfect time for hope right yes and, yes you know the, the the people in the restaurant industry um have been hit hardest with job loss and um they have right so oh, absolutely i'm in it myself i totally get it <laughs> yeah so so we knew that we, we knew that this would only do good. Um, we knew that we would be able to employ people. We knew that um, it was really perfect for the pandemic. And um, we know that if we stay the course to this wonderful brand um, and stick true to our, our roots of, of what we do, it, it will come back. It will come back. Um, and I think um, also... People's consumer, the consumer behavior is going to change. Um, I, I don't, I think some people will be 
apt to getting right back into restaurants and sitting down and being around people. But I think there's another group of people that that will not be comfortable with that yet. Um, I think this brand serves both purposes, right? Uh, so it still is for that office worker, but it also now is is perfect for people that that want that you know contactless approach. So I think it, it serves all of those brands. When things start to come back, you know, it, it will it will be booming. You know, I'm sure you got a tremendous marketing team, but what you just said hit me like a ton of bricks. And you said people, purpose, and planet before profit. That sounds like an amazing tagline for your business. And you could actually print stickers that say PPPBF, and those could, you know, it could be printed on the inside of the concept. Like people would really jump on that idea. I think it's beautiful. It's like, it's like, it, especially during pandemic when it's a reemergence and it's, you know, a whole new growth out there for the, you know, for the world at large just to emerge from a horrible time and just to keep rebuilding and moving forward and that was wonderful thanks for sharing that yeah we that's that's, that's, really, what, that's really what paramount is all about and yeah. it, it always has been um our ceo muhammad is is a philanthropist and he really i think that energy that he puts out really um helps the community and brings us all together at one because that's all the way that we're going to get through this i mean throughout this pandemic, um, we've done so much. Like right now, we're doing an initiative for long-term care workers, and we take, you know, uh, 500 to 1,000 meals to long-term care workers uh, daily. Um, we've wonderful through the holiday season. Every every time that you spend $50 at Paramount or Boxed or any of our brands, any of our brands, we would donate a meal to someone homeless. Oh, so, I love it. It's just, it's just our way of, of life. That's fantastic. That's a great business philosophy, you know? Awesome. So let's go back in history because I, I'm a child of the sixties. You know, I was born in 1962. And when I was a kid, I seem to remember a concept that was called automat. Does that mean anything to you? Because there's a history yeah. to this concept, even though you've taken it 10 levels beyond that. It's like you would somehow order something through a vending machine, and I think it would cook it while you stood in front of this machine, and then you open the door and you pulled your meal out. It just, does oh, that it ring a bell? It. Um, yes, I remember seeing those, uh, you know, I don't know how articles. It works. I, I yeah. remember seeing articles about that, um, specifically in places like Amsterdam. Um, yeah. that, that people would get food through, uh, through a vending machine. Um, and truthfully, that thought didn't uh, cross our mind uh, when we were opening Boxed. Um, it, was, it was more of the, the line, uh, shrinking, shrinking the line. Sure. Um, uh, and the reason that we, we got there is that the, the cubbies were done before in um, were done before in San Francisco, and the people that did those cubbies, they were technology experts. Mm. Um, they were not food experts. So the the restaurant, um, admittedly by them, was called Itza. It di it didn't do well um, because the food was not fantastic. So us being um, a chef-inspired, fantastic food company, um, partnering with a technology company in the GiveX to um, 
you know, get, fulfill that order process, uh, it seemed like a like a, a better a better match, and we we thought that it would be very successful. Oh yeah, this is very 25th century. I think it's like yeah. almost to the Jetsons <laughs> level. You know that right? classic <laughs> cartoon my kids used to. Well, I used to watch it. I was a yeah, kid. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like what's next? So let that's a perfect segue into what do you see as the future of restaurant? You know, technology because technology is moving forward every single day. There's a new concept, a new software company, a new technology for restaurants, and and there's so many choices and so many really powerful ideas. What else do you see coming down the road? I mean, you're sort of a tech person too. I know. I definitely, I, I definitely am not a tech person, which is why I chose the, the partner that that we chose. Um, um, yes, no, definitely. I don't, I don't know a, a lot about technology. I do find that from the guest perspective, seamless order mm. to pay to pick up. Um, needs to be uh, needs to be looked at by restaurant tours um, because I don't think it is ever going to go back to the way that it was and and yeah, I, I know the, 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 the things that came out of this pandemic like order shopping curbside pickup things that made life you know at the beginning it made life a lot more difficult but now I think that that some things are easier, you know, ordering groceries. I, I order my groceries from my couch Saturday night at, you know, 10 o'clock when my kids are in bed and pick them up Sunday morning. <laughs> you know, yeah, my wife's so having groceries delivered these days. It's like, it's so easy yeah. to go bing, bing, bing and plug it in the computer and then whole foods delivery guys outside the door. It's like, yeah, my kids yeah. love doing it too. Now, you know, it's like, it's a whole new, yeah, it's a whole new normal. Yeah, right. And, and you know, my kids ha- are, are a little younger than than yours, um, but just starting to stay home by themselves. And, you know, sometimes I don't want them to use the stove. So Absolutely, <laughs> order, get them, that. <laughs> order yeah. them and get it delivered, right? So, um, yeah, I, I think that those things are, are, are going to change. I think what has to happen with the restaurant industry is that um, those third-party delivery services—they need to be integrated into into the POS system, and um, we do have that at Boxed. That that is a challenge, I think, for um, the, uh, the the POS systems that are um, traditional POS. You know, the big. Uh, hardware. <laughs> of course. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, for 20 years, I had the big boxes and all that kind of stuff and the big terminals until it went to, you know, yeah, do little iPads and all that. And then it went to phones. And then it's, you know, the kiosk thing in airports where everything is just, oh, totally. It's just right. constantly changing. So if you go into restaurants with any of those legacy mm. products, you'll <laughs> see, you know, nine order tablets. Oh yeah. Besides, right. Besides For all the different delivery platforms. And it's like, that's an onerous situation too. Yes. You know? Yes. So, so I think that, I would for agree. Techn- yeah. So I think for technology companies, what they have to do is be more adaptable to integrating with these, um, these delivery services and other, other third parties that are going to come into our, <laughs> our, our businesses. Right. Because, um, Without technology companies, and I think, uh, you know, I think if that's a good job, I think there's a lot of uh, companies that don't do a good job with with integrating with things that that companies need. So um, when you uh, need to make those changes, 
um, it, it's difficult. And I think the technology companies that that do integrate with external partners um, and are, you know, tablets and handhelds and 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 more on that that cutting edge to help the restaurant. Um, mm-hmm. um, get that order to delivery more seamless, they're going to be the ones that come out ahead. I would agree with you. So let's talk a little bit more about the delivery piece and how well, you know, boxed it or, or any of your concepts really, are you working with those, you know, third party delivery platforms because your food is really appealing to people to order to have delivered as well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. We work with them. Um, uh, We work with them specifically because it's easier for our guests and it's what our guests need. Um, uh, There are, there are some pain points uh, dealing with them, but um, yeah, it is what our guests need and um, our, our suburb locations um, seem to seem to be very busy on those platforms, whereas they were not pre pandemic Um, pre pandemic um, guests had would come in uh, to get the to get the food. Uh, our Toronto locations have always been, you know, on Uber or any of those, mm-hmm. uh, you know, skip the line apps. Um, whereas the, the suburbs, it was a very few and uh, few people. Now we're seeing that shift to more in the suburbs, shifting onto those third party delivery apps. I mean, people are really into the convenience of having the, the delivery to the door, of course, but there's a certain fun factor to your concept where I'd kind of like to walk through the door and experience the whole, you know, the cubes and ordering and like pulling my food out. And it's like, bang, that's really cool. You yeah, know? totally. I think and, there's and, a vibe of the of the concept that, that I really like, you know? Right. It, it really, we've made it so it, that it is not sterile. It, it, it is very fun. It's interactive. Um, and you know we have huge windows on onto Young Street um, in Toronto, so as people walk by, they can see it. And I think that um, that because that is our flagship store, that people right, will right. want to come in. And you know when the when the downtown um, it starts to boom again, yes, <laughs> um, which is coming really. Through, I'm sure it's right around the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. I think a few more months. <laughs> So let's talk about expansion plans because we did talk a little bit about franchising earlier, mm-hmm. but does the company plan on opening more stores um, in different locations as well? And how soon do you see all that coming together and what would be the growth plan? Yes, absolutely. So, so these, these concepts were developed for, you know, urban, busy, busy settings. Um, and, you know, I think we, we do have, we do have a lot of interest um people from all over the world um email us about opening these things that's awesome we're we're hoping um you know q4 that we will Mm -hmm. be expanding more with with boxed that's fantastic i've really enjoyed this conversation i think it's a really dynamic concept and i love the menu it's really making me hungry right now because it's almost (laughs) lunchtime Yeah, I was just like I said, I was checking out the website, you know, before we got on the phone. It's like, wow, I would like all of this stuff because I love to eat fresh and healthy. And boy, just the quality of the choices and the chef driven, you know, menu and even the drinks I was talking about. So I think you got a winning concept there. And obviously, we wish you all the best of success in the future. Have we missed anything either about your company or, or about the concept we were talking about? 
I, I think we've covered a lot, Roger. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'd love to get you the food. <laughs> I wish you could. I wish I wish I you know I wish this computer was was one of the cubbies <laughs> right now, and I could just open the door and pull one out. Wouldn't that be cool? Right. Yeah. Maybe yeah. someday that technology will exist, <laughs> where you know you've got a tablet or device, and it turns into a food machine. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Well, I've certainly enjoyed the conversation. Thanks again for joining us, Carolyn. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me, Roger. Well, audience, that's another edition of the Restaurant Rockstars podcast, and we will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and stay well, everyone. And guys, I hope you really enjoyed that episode with Carolyn talking all about Boxed and that new innovative concept. You know, if this pandemic has taught us anything, it's all about the future of this business, which of course is about health, safety, and convenience. That's what customers are looking for, and there were lots of key learnings in this episode. I know you've heard this before, but I love talking to people. Every week, I get these really interesting calls talking to a cross-section of owners, operators, general managers. I offer a 30-minute free complimentary consultation just because I love talking shop. It's my way of giving back to the industry, and I love to share my experience. So if you have a challenge or a pain point or something keeping you up at night, why not email me, roger, R-O-G-E-R, at restaurantrockstars.com, and maybe we can talk shop. Give me a little bit of notice, and we'll set a Zoom call, and we'll just get to know each other face-to-face and talk about restaurants or what's going on in your world. I really appreciate you listening, and if you like what you're hearing, we'd appreciate you leaving us a review on iTunes, because of course, that's how people find us. Other operators, owners, general managers, the reviews certainly help, and I appreciate the ones that have been coming in lately. Thanks again to our sponsor, Dawn Professional Dish Liquid, and for our guest today, um, Carolyn from Boxed. And we'll see you in the next episode. Stay tuned. Thanks for listening to the Restaurant Rockstars podcast. For lots of great resources, head over to restaurantrockstars.com. See you next time.